Oh, go live, we do, no? From here. Yeah, it's free stream. Oh, I'm tight over here. Should we push it a little bit? Ooh, buddy. Alright, you're good, you're good. Okay. Right. Sorry, Mike. Start it, Mike. Start it, Mike. Hey, Mike, why don't you start? Mike, come on, start, Mike. Come on, Mike. 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 What are you doing, Mike? With the mic Mike. or without the mic, you can start. Mike, are you going to start it or what? Okay, I think we're... You started it yourself? No, I didn't start it myself. We said you started Why'd you touch the go streaming from there? Because that's how you always do it. No, that's not how I do it. Always. I do it from here. So are we live? Are we live it or are we live? doesn't let me click the thing now. When I do, I press go live. I don't touch OBS. No OBS. I only touch it after just YouTube. No OBS. YouTube. Oh, God. Oh, OBS no. or SBS. Just on time. Hey. Uh, I we thought we thought that uh, you uh we're gonna be uh, right? like uh, yes Ronaldo right. that you won't show up for the last uh, game of the like for the last game. They're saying we're live. I see the comments. Can you? They're saying Mike, you are live. Can you repeat what you just said to me because I didn't catch up. Uh, maybe I'm a little slow up here. What, what did you say actually? I said I thought it was going to be the chair was empty like Ronaldo that didn't show up for the last game. You were not going to show up for the last podcast of this area. Ronaldo, I'm much better than Ronaldo. Please don't disgrace me. What were you were you celebrating? Uh, uh, is that what you were busy doing? I was. Is that going to piss you off? <laughs> How is it going to piss me off? I know you sh you guys don't deserve it. You know I texted Ludo today. I uh -huh. I felt so sick and I called Gino. No, no, no. They think there is something going on over here, but. I'm not gonna say, say anything. Yeah. I just wish it so badly that Juventus will be out. I was praying the Lord, please let them go out. But yeah. not even the Lord can save them. I can uh, <laughs> can listen to me. So. so we're waiting for you, Mike. No, I oh, guess it's start. I guess yeah. it's live already. One, two, I guess three, we're talking. Start, Mike. We already started. Oh, we already started. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that you know, what's up? <laughs> Uh, you wanna you wanna start off, guys? Yeah. No, no, that was no, a good no, one. I you like never that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, that was a good start one. I like the way you did it. That was a good. One. What? You, you start however you, you want. You don't have to. Yeah, start no. it. Come on. Start. What's up, guys? <laughs> guys, this is the last podcast of the uh, season of the 2021 season, the Serie A season, which went out with some great, um, some great games. Not for um, Napoli, but um, there were some teams that they thought they had one foot out the door and uh, they came in. So at the end, uh, I think that uh, it was a great season. It was one of really, uh, especially for the uh, Champions League, it went down to the last game for the um, teams that went to Serie B. It was the game before last, so it was it was good. The uh, what what I'm gonna be really happy was don't let him read the comments, Mike. Don't let him read the comments. Don't let him read because we we're having a conversation. I wanna, I wanna it's not about the comments. I'm not disturbing you. But yeah, but but I want you involved in the conversation. What did, what did my dad say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want I would oh, like you involved in the conversation. He said it was the, was the last podcast of the year because it was very interesting. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what a year it's been? Um, a year that uh, as we already said. Uh, no fans. First time in, in football that we went an entire season Crazy, without man. fans. 
it was tough. It was it was more rough than I was expecting without fans. I, I didn't think it would be that impactful. I read a stat today actually that I don't remember if it was all football leagues together or one league specifically, but it had the most away victories in the history of football hmm. uh, was this season. Obviously because you know there's no fans in the away stadium, so it made a big difference. And even looking at the other campionati. Uh, I mean, Inter won this year, which was the first time breaking the nine years of Juventus. Lille won in France. And Atletico Madrid won in La Liga. So, mix up in, in three out of the four biggest leagues, four or five biggest leagues, uh, which was pretty interesting. Uh, what, what I'm really happy for today, and, and one of the things that I have to say I enjoy most about this podcast is, let's say this was 40 years ago. 30 years ago, right? We're all friends. We all talk in the beginning of the season. August, September comes. We have conversations about the league. We say, oh, no, this team is going to win this year. No, you know, they're not going to be in Champions League. The beautiful thing about this podcast is everything is recorded and everything <laughs> is documented. And it's so easy to search because all I have to do is go on YouTube and type in IFTV Serie A Predictions. First video that comes up is our first episode uh, before round one, <laughs> which, like, oh, yeah, it's there. I, How I, does that work? I send you the link. <laughs> How does that we work? titled it Serie A Predictions. Ah, uh, okay. No, but you sent it to me already. I know I sent Ooh. it. So what I'm saying is the beautiful thing about this is that it's all documented, so nobody can uh, say I didn't say it. We uh, have the video. And that, uh, what I noticed when he sent it to me was that uh, one, two, three, four did not have Napoli. On the top four, I was the only one that had Napoli on the but top you're four. You're wrong, though. Why are you talking about that? Be wrong. Because I came so close. What does that mean? I came so that? close to the last game. But what does that mean? But you guys didn't believe in Napoli. I believe in Napoli but from the wrong. beginning. Wrong. But but it went to the last but game. That if they won that game, <laughs> they would have been. If and you guys would have looked. I would have been for. Uh, I would have right, so been missed, for. So I missed. You shouldn't talk. So I missed Napoli. They only needed a few games, and they would have been in top four. I don't. I don't want to give it. We're gonna we're gonna react to it. We're gonna react to our Serie uh, A predictions. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to start off with that? Do you want to start off with our actual predictions? I, I have it over here. I I remember off the bat, huh? Oh, no. works. I, I think we should start. I think you I think you did very well. I think you did very well, right? Mm -hmm. You guys had uh, okay. We'll go yeah. first. I might get the Serie A table. I mean, even though we already know the Serie A table, but either way. So Antonio, this is September. 2020. These were our predictions before the first match. Antonio had Juventus winning the league, followed by AC Milan, Atalanta, and Inter. So, Antonio, you did get Milan in second place, which is pretty good. You had Juve winning, which was wrong. Uh, Juve finished in fourth. Got, AC Milan and Atalanta got it right. You got Milan and Atalanta right, but you also got the top four correct. Mm -hmm. The order was wrong, but you got the top four Actually, correct. Actually, it's completely the opposite way. Just Juve and right? Inter. No, just oh, Juventus. Juventus. Oh, sorry. So not bad. I'm trying to help you. Close. But you so, did get the, the biggest thing. The biggest... I don't know how our scoring systems should work, but, I mean, the Scudetto winner should be the top. I think I even beat thing. Giuseppe Rossi because Giuseppe Rossi, he said Atalanta number two. Giuseppe, <laughs> sorry. You, you know what we should do? We should do like... It Giuseppe, be a, <laughs> I got you this time here, okay? <laughs> so now... Oh, it's right here. <laughs> hey, Giuseppe, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, I know Giuseppe, is a, a, he loves AC Milan, but uh, I hope he's a ple pleasantly surprised that we made it because yesterday I was literally 
shitting on my pants. I said, this is do or die for us. We, and this guy here was was hoping for us to get out because uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want release. Oh, I'm not sure about this game yet. I like to see the first half first and all the stuff. So he was dying to see AC Milan out. But he got. Uh, I I yeah, said yeah, uh, I, I said a tie, but I see AC Milan. Mm -hmm. If some if a team is going to win, it's going to be AC Milan. That's what I said. I, I, let's let's stick on topic. Let's stay on topic. And you too. You too. Let's, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it all. all Don't right. worry. I think we need we need we should make a scoring system that we always keep. I think when are you going to see Giuseppe Rossi by the I'm, way next time? Sorry, Marco. When oh, you gonna let him finish? His, okay, no, no. When are you going to see him? I don't know. Why can't you get him over here, man? Can you invite? Hey, Giuseppe, I'm officially inviting you right now to come to the podcast because if the invitation is not coming from those guys, I'm I'm inviting you. He knows he's always invited here. So maybe Mike, you, you Mike, why do you even build into the, it? Maybe you can Mike. sit over here instead of you. I would like that. Uh, maybe. Okay. Now we're on okay. the same page. Right. That's fine. Giuseppe, come take my spot. I think early, <laughs> early. This is just my early idea. Maybe three points if you get the Scudetto winner right. Two points if you get the exact position of the team in the top four right. And maybe one point if you just get the top four right. If you get the position wrong, you know? Like mm -hmm. how you have Inter in fourth place. And if you get everything. Well, then, like a bonus. Ah, good luck. No, then, then yeah, you can get, get, get a one yeah, point Then you get to buy lunch for everybody. <laughs> Gaetano, Gaetano's prediction. Juve first, Inter second, Milan third, Napoli fourth. So you had uh, the Scudetto winner wrong. You had Milan in the top four, which was correct. You just had the position a little bit wrong. Um, and then you had Napoli. And you didn't believe in Atalanta. What do you have to say for yourself? Shame on you. That uh, if that uh, stupid ideal would have kept his mouth closed, uh, <laughs> Napoli and Gattuso, which he did a great, fantastic job, he would have been in the top four. And I would have been the only one with Napoli in the top no, four. No, you wouldn't because you would be out. No, he said it's yeah, the only the one only with one Napoli, Napoli in the top four. Oh, okay, that's but you still get a you still get a wrong. But that's not what he said. He yeah. said not. He would be yeah. the only one I'll with Napoli. Only one with Napoli. Anyway, 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 keep going. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Mike, Mike's oh, top four prediction: Juve in first place, Inter in second, Atlanta in third, and Lazio in fourth. Hello. What, what do you I have wanted, to say for yourself? I mean, I'm not a, a I'm not an average Joe. I'm not going to pick the same thing everyone picks. So I wanted to yeah, change you it up a little wrong. bit. Yeah, I wanted to change it up. Greatest, you know, take a little wait, wait, wait. You don't want to be an average Joe, but, but you, you picked the team that won nine times in a row to keep winning the Scudetto. Well, I just thought that would be a no-brainer. Yeah, that's an average Joe move right no, there. If you don't want to be an average no, Joe. No. And the, the funny thing is his justification for Lazio making fourth was even better. Muriki and Fares. Fares. Any Greek over there? Well, to be, Greek? How many goals did, did to Modi be, to be score? Fair, is Greek? No, to, no, he's not oh, Greek. No. To be fair, Luis Alberto didn't register one assist. Last season, he was one of the most uh, players with the most assists, so he completely didn't do his job. The whole midfield, Immobile, was barely scored. It was a What do you have to say for yourself things. about not putting Milan there? Um... Honestly, Milan barely made like I, um, I want to give credit because I'm gonna get a lot of negative stuff about me. But Milan made it after a crazy first season. Like they seem like they're gonna win the Scudetto. If they had a the same <clears throat> second half of the season that they had first, I would have been right in terms of Milan not making it. If that makes sense. I didn't understand that, but uh, they had a super first half of the season and yeah. they had a average second half. Yeah, but so if they continue on the first one, then you no. If they continue on the second, where it was most likely supposed to be, because no they one expected that. Second at the end no of the day, bro. But no one expected them to be fighting for the Scudetto in the first half of the season. Let's be for real. Uh, That's what now I mean. onto onto the the two guys I mean, like according to you, not to a lot of people. The, fighting for the Scudetto. All right, never mind. Now onto the two guys on this podcast that got the real brains over here. <laughs> the only ones with the Scudetto winners. You guys are playing Peter. It safe. Inter in first place, 
Juventus in second place, Atalanta in third, and AC Milan in fourth. Which, to be fair, two to four swapped around in the last seconds of the uh, the prediction. Anything to say about, about your early predictions? Are you happy with yourself? Are you proud? <laughs> proud? <laughs> Take this award, Pete. <laughs> well, I was proud that Inter was able to win the Scudetto. What a waste. I, would, I expected more from Juve this year, like I think everyone else did. Um, and I confirmed Atalanta being a powerhouse in Serie A in recent uh, season. So I think that those were the best four teams in, in Serie A this year, and they deserve to be there. Uh, my prediction, Inter winning the league, Juventus in second, Milan in third, and Atalanta in fourth. So our only swap between you and I, Peter, was Milan and Atalanta. Who's finishing third and who's finishing fourth? Just to piggyback on top of uh, what what Peter was saying. Also, too, picking Milan in the top four wasn't an obvious one either. A lot of people weren't thinking that they could actually make top four, but they did. And I will, uh, like I was saying, to piggyback on top of you, for me, those are the deserved top four teams. The teams that made it right now, they were the best four in Italy. And they're the best four to be able to represent us into Champions League next we'll season. For the first time since 2009, <clears throat> Inter, Milan, and Juventus are back in the Champions League. It's I, been a long I time coming. I disagree with you because Napoli, the way they played the last seven, eight games, except for the Cagliari's uh, tie, uh, Napoli, I think, deserved because they were scoring like a seven, five, six goals a game, four goals. It was like a you know, were goals all over the places. So they came short with Cagliari, like AC Milan did, and they came short with this stupid Verona team that, uh, you know, he created a lot of trouble for them. And unfortunately for Gattuso, which is my favorite over there, and my our friends Ludo and uh, Gino and a bunch of other uh, uh, Napoli tifosi, they, they came short. I was actually, uh, I was saying to you guys, I said, please, Lord, I'll, I'll buy everybody a dinner or lunch if uh, Juventus gets out. But I give a lot of credit to Pirlo. Juventus didn't come short, by the way. With the garbage that I had played on the team, with all of those old-timers over there, it's a miracle. You guys you guys won the, the, the Coppa Italia, you won the Super Cup, right? So two out of three, it's, it's, a, it's a great achievement out with Pirlo that nobody likes, that out none of, of you likes Pirlo, so... I was the only one that I gave a lot of a lot of credit to Pirlo. Well, you gave was, a little bit too much credit because you said that he would win Champions League in his first year. So you I didn't correct say that. Yeah, I didn't you did. Say, it's, I mean, it's on I mean, video. Just search right. Pirlo Champions League IFTV and you'll see it. the, <laughs> the title <laughs> literally <laughs> says it in. By the way, you said the swap is still on. If you want to swap it purely with Pirlo, we can no, give good. it to you. I, I can, uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. No worries. You can keep, you can keep your point. Even, though Pirlo, even though Pirlo doesn't have the, the license or doesn't have the brevetto, doesn't have the, the, the thesis. He does have it. Oh, he does, does have, have it right now. Have okay. It, yeah. no, you have to, of course. So uh, what, a, what, a, what a year. What a year. What a wild year. Uh, I will disagree with you in your calling Verona stupid. I, I give them credit for, and this is where we disagreed big time on, on the live stream. He criticized Verona for saying that they have nothing to play for, yet they go and play the game of their life. Uh, and even even uh, in the press Yurich. conference, they said that to Juric, and he cursed Sky out and and walked off. And I I agree with him. I don't know why why you would tell why you're saying that they shouldn't have played for their life, even though they had nothing to play for. I didn't say that. The only thing is that of the last seven games, they lost five out of seven, and they tied two games. So why you have the poor? They played their game of their life. Do you look at the way they were defending? It's like What's it was. Wrong with a, that though? Eh, it's wrong. I don't know. I'm strong. Just play the game. Try to counterattack and and don't lock yourself on the back. I mean, uh, I think. I mean, Napoli. Uh, he has their. Uh, 
you know, they, they, their faults, but like AC Milan, for not winning against the Cagliari uh, uh, the week before. But uh, it's a game that, uh, you know, you don't, uh, you don't penalize somebody that is from the South, uh, you know, just to, to facilitate. Uh, Verona cares about Has absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with anything. I don't know. I know the that team- Verona doesn't care, obviously. It's very obvious that they don't care. Maybe uh, somebody said, just uh, oh, listen, make I- sure, give them hard time over here. It's part of the, the sport, but you have to have a competitive nature. And it was great to see that Verona played this game and didn't let Napoli just walk over them. What I was surprised in is that the motivation factor, Napoli should have had you know, all the motivation in the world yeah. to win this game because yeah. it was all in their hands. And it looked like when pressure came, their top players did not perform. Yeah, the nerves. And, the nerves. and unfortunately, like even though the last, you want to say the last seven games, Napoli were playing great, you know, over a long season, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of inconsistencies. You know, I don't blame Gattuso. You know, we know already the situation with De Laurentiis and Gattuso. But it was a year that uh, I think also because of other teams' failures, Milan completely crashed almost miserably. Almost uh, Juventus also having this weird season. Like, that was the only reason why Napoli was still in, the, in it. In the race. Um, if they would have gotten into the <laughs> top four... Nothing wrong. They deserved it. If they were able to win versus Verona, they deserved it. So, and let's not forget that uh, Napoli was without Ozyman and uh, for four months. Mm-hmm. So they didn't uh, have a real striker. Mertens was yeah, also Mertens, was Mertens got hurt too. So Koulibaly, Manolas, Ibrahimovic played only half of the season for us. He missed half of the game, literally half of the game. Ibrahimovic and Dybala, Dybala, Dybala was gone I mean, for Juve yeah, the entire time. I mean, the, we saw how good Dybala the was. Same thing in in the last game for for Juventus. Look how important Dybala was. Mm-hmm. I mean, another guy that was missed. So everybody. I mean, you could look at right, almost everyone had been missing players. Right, but it depends who who do you have in the bench and who comes in if you have somebody out if you have somebody in the bench that can come in and do the job hey that's good Napoli did not yeah, but so that goes I mean that, when everyone was when Petania signed everyone was going crazy right, that Petania's a great player but right, he's right, not so right they're they choosing but the wrong they type of Mertens. player they had Mertens and they had no, Mertens he was, was out he was, he was injured too yeah, he was out yeah. I think it's time to move on with Mertens now too yeah well, it's going to be a lot of yeah that probably will for, for Napoli, so, what's really crazy, what's nuts is that, and I know we're skipping ahead a little bit in, in this, but since we'll talk about Napoli for now, I agree with you, Peter, where uh, a lot of the guys who should have stood up did not stand up, and it's a mental problem. Honestly, I mean, we've said it for a while that the characteristics to be able to just grind it out and just have that mental strength of winning is not something that they carry. And, and it's time, it's finally time that they need to switch things up. They need to start fresh, Get new blood in there. Get young life in there. I agree with you. I give respect to Gattuso for what he did. He did. He had some good moments with this team. I think there's a lot of the the players in the squad that you need to move on from. And you can make a list. You can go down the list, and there's a lot that that should be changed. What's really crazy is obviously Gattuso is no longer part of Napoli. He's no longer the coach of Napoli. They parted ways. They went separate ways, and they're on the verge of now signing this Portuguese coach, Sergio. Conceição. He played in Italy. He played for Lazio. He played uh, for you guys. Parma too. Yeah. Inter. So he, he yeah. yeah. Not a bad player. He's he's the coach. He's the coach of Porto, which is the team that knocked you out. They did finish second place in their league, and we actually had uh, Adrian from Rabona TV. We we just filmed an interview. You can go watch it. He goes in depth. He's not too crazy about him. To be fair, he's not crazy about him. He said he's a defensive style coach. He's from what he described, very similar to Gattuso. 
almost identical styles. Um, and he said even, you know, a lot of Porto fans are kind of happy to move on. He said he's got a lot of antics. He's got the most, I think, red cards in the league. He said he complains and screams at the journalists a lot. He said he said it's going to be between him and Gasparini for who's going to fight the most. Or Mourinho. On, uh, on, or Mourinho. Who's going to fight the most on the field. Hopefully, I, I was I, to be honest with you, I was hoping if they were going to go for an outsider, that it was going to be somebody that's going to bring like something fresh. But this is not official yet, fun. Marco. That, nothing is official no, yet. Considering, yet. It's considering if it happens, which yeah. they're saying that it will happen, there was Allegri and Spalletti uh, on the cards, but uh, apparently they're not going to go for them anymore. Anyway. Uh, anything else about Napoli? Yeah, yes. I, I want to go ahead. Go ahead first. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to go on record saying that until ADL is there, Napoli is not going to win anything. And I like to, I want your comments about this, <laughs> uh, about the ADL. I mean, you cannot work with uh, with this president. You cannot work with my son. I think is involved too in the in the locker room. He goes in screaming and yelling. His son is in charge of body. And, uh, Two sons. One is with oh, one of them. Yeah. And um, you know that's that's it because you know the work that Gattuso did this year, and ADL did not appreciate anything. And then yeah, yesterday he said they thank him and says, okay, go, goodbye, Charlie, and uh, oh, go on your way. But this is the way I feel about Napoli. I think you, you should say, just real quick, yeah. uh, ADL, I think that he did a really great job at what he brought to Napoli to this point. He deserves a lot of respect for getting them from Serie C, bringing them to Serie A. It's not an easy task. But when you want to make that next step up, when you want to become you know, a more elite club, which is what Napoli fans, they want to win at the end of the day, I don't think De Laurentiis is the man to take them to that glory line. So I yeah. will agree with yeah, you. Yeah, and Marco, oh, I was just going to say, just adding on top of Marco too, uh, yeah, he brought, he did that part. And plus, Napoli, let's not get it twisted, they're one of the only teams in Serie A that don't have any debt. So that's very hard for a lot don't of teams. They don't have any debt. They don't have any debt in Serie A. So that's a, definitely a big one. But you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of ADL is going to be that president that's going to stay with them too long and eventually become like the villain for them mm -hmm. and eventually get forced out. I feel like he's, I feel he has his hands too much on top of the coach and ruins a relationship with someone like Gattuso and doesn't want, almost like you don't but, want to talk to him. But not, not only that, that, but do you know that uh, if you're a player in Napoli and you make a deal with Adidas for the shoes, that's you know he true. wants a percentage Napoli, of yeah. that? Imaging, right? Right. Doesn't Real Madrid do the same thing? I don't know. Do they? I think let Real Madrid just, does the same thing. Let me thing. cut one more, one more uh, uh, you know. But I guess uh, you could say Real Madrid is Real Madrid. Let me cut Gattuso uh, a little bit more slack of what somebody else has got so far. So me, to me, despite the, the the fact that they didn't make the to the Champions League, it was which, which it really was not out of reach if it wasn't for the last game. I think Gattuso deserves a lot of credit because when I saw the Napoli playing, their half season, I said, nobody will have expected Gattuso to be fighting for the Champions League. And until the last minute of yesterday, Gattuso, I think, deserves a lot of credit. So Gattuso is not a failure, number one. He didn't fail Napoli. It was the people on the field that they didn't step up to the plate because maybe the nerves played the, have big roles on their head. The, the Napoli added the game just to, to just go and take the, 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 the spot on, on the Champions League. Mm -hmm. The fact that he didn't, uh, didn't get it because it's, uh, this is the law of the sport and uh, unfortunately soccer can be very, very sour uh, when things they don't go your way despite all the effort that you put on the field. So I think I, I give a lot of credit to Gattuso. He has nothing to be ashamed of. 
And uh, I think I consider him to be one of the top four or five coaches that we have in Serie A right now. I disagree. I agreed until that I point. Agree. I disagree yeah. on that. I think he's still Sorry. not there yet. I think he's uh, better than Spalletti and better than many I, other people. Listen, that's your decision. And I'm not saying <laughs> anything. But Gattuso is supposed to be the motivator. The last game of the season, mm-hmm. Champions League on the line. That's true. You couldn't motivate that team, and that's a problem. And listen, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors. The players in the end are the ones that, that make something happen. But... Gattuso tactically, mm-hmm. he's not a, a, a mastermind, you know. As compared technically to who, to and being able, being able to make the substitutions, there's been a lot of question marks there. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I think the, the biggest problem is the De Laurentiis uh, presidency, on the team, right? where you know he's brought a team from Serie C to Serie A, but not just bringing Serie A, like Champions League every year almost for a title. long time, almost yeah, won the title, exactly. brought a lot of attention to Napoli. Top players have passed through Napoli. Don't forget, Higuain coming from Real Madrid was an amazing thing. Ancelotti, all these guys. But then you still remain that controversial figure that everything, the spotlight has to be on you, that you that you kick out Ancelotti, who's the top, one of the top coaches, not just in Italy, in the world. He's got to tweet when and the guys leave this, exactly. first. Yeah, that's not, and that's not good. That whole locker room situation, that. everything no. that he was done was, was terrible. He posts he so, the news on his own page yeah. personally. First, and he makes it's Napoli so retweet, and, and he, he makes, makes Napoli, Napoli retweet on his account. Post. It's I know it's a weird little nuance, but for me, it kind of says the character yeah. that he wants to be the first one that, like, usually if a coach leaves, the Napoli club it's official statement. The statement. They yeah. release it never with him. He wants to tweet it first. He's got to tweet it first, and then they. Gaetano, right I know, after the I game, know it sounds right petty. after the game, he tweeted Gaetano, oh, Gaetano, uh, Gennaro Gattuso, thanks for everything, uh, thanks for everything you've done, and he sent a tweet, and that's it. So everyone was like, oh, it's over, it's over. Uh, yeah, then they I may saw, not believe. He does it all I the think time. I think I saw that. He does it all. He welcomes every player that signs. Yeah. He wants to be the one that announces it. And mm. whatever, he's the president. Fine. I'm just saying, just to Peter, where he says that he wants a spotlight, I would yeah. agree. Uh, I agree. It it's, it's usually it's that's usually uh, a combination of multiple problems, as you said. Well, and I do agree. I want to see Napoli. When I think of Napoli, again, this is just me. I think of that beautiful attack-minded team that possesses the game that brought all of Europe to love Napoli and even the rivals, even everyone looked at Napoli and said, my gosh, they play so beautiful. They put their heart on the line and they die for it. And I never saw that under Gattuso. And that's not to take away from him, but I would just personally love to see that back in Naples. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, who we want to talk about. Milan or Atalanta first? Milan. We'll, well, talk, about we'll Milan. talk about the game in general. Then we'll go from there. Anto, you want to start it off? Go ahead. No, no you again. start it off. The one time right, you don't listen, want to talk. All the Milan fans are getting uh, ready, ready for you, Anto. Listen, big relief for AC Milan because mm-hmm. uh, we deserve to be where we are right now because, uh, number one, uh, you know, with a young team, uh, not not uh, you know not, nothing was uh, was on the table to be taken. So we didn't uh, we didn't take we didn't rub anybody. We just we just picked up. Maldini was smart enough to pick up few talents and believe in some of those young kids. So I give a lot of credit to Maldini in believing uh, on the, the youths. And uh, um, what well, what does Maldini know though? He does know what? because uh, oh, oh according to him, according so, to who? So according to Izzy, <laughs> so anyway, Maldini deserves a lot of credit. I'm so sorry, Paolo. I was wrong. See, that's well, what I'm happened. Respect. That's what <laughs> happened when somebody that doesn't have a coaching coaching experience or doesn't have a, or he didn't go to Coverciano to take the class or, or he didn't do the, the multiple choice to be uh, to be able to make the choices that other people <laughs> do. 
So <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He didn't that's, guess. <laughs> yeah, he didn't guess right or whatever. That just shows you. That shows you that somebody with a lot of brain. And that, uh, that's what I put Maldino and Pirlo on the, uh, and Pirlo on the same. I, even though they have two different roles, but those are the people that they know soccer and they know in depth what we don't get to see. Those people they breed soccer. We just watch it, but we don't know what's inside. So they know exactly what's going on. And that's why Maldini, I think, deserves a lot of credit for AC Milan mm-hmm. to be where they are right now. You know, it's uh, Pioli's so, uh, highest ever finished with the second place as a manager, obviously. And uh, by the way, Kessie, phenomenal player. Amazing. I mean, the guy is absolutely unbelievable in, in where he is on the pitch, winning the ball back. And I know, you know, there he did go through a little bit of a tough period when he first came From to Atalanta. AC Milan. Yeah. There were some people questioning him, questioning his talent. I mean, he's been a commander on the pitch, one of the top in Serie A. And, and that was the one thing I was watching against Atalanta. The men was fighting for the jersey. Like Antonio, you just said, I, I give all respect to Milan. Honestly, I'm so happy that you're back in Champions League. I think Italy in Serie A, I think we needed Milan back in Champions League. First time since 2013, 2014 that, that they're back. Uh, we, we've missed it. And, and for all the young players, you could even see what it meant to them to finish in second place in um in a champions league spot brahim diaz you you know you even saw him afterward just going crazy theo hernandez you have, you have really Sanchez a nice maker a nice group of benacer uh, <laughs> benacer yes uh, you have okay, a nice group a of kids of that a even without zlatan they mm-hmm. dealt with a lot of the problems well because certain teams and yes zlatan had his effect on the team he helped the other players get better but at the end of the day even when he wasn't there the young players still stepped up and they still showed that they can lead this team and show character. I know people want to make fun of them. They want to say, hey, you were campeon in the Inverno, and then you only made Champions League on the last day. At the end of the day, they finished in second place. The goal was top four to be a success, and Milan did just that. And now yeah. they use this time to build. Yeah. Build yeah. on top of what Donnarumma, you already have. We keep forgetting Donnarumma. So, but again, I want to go back on Maldini. Maldini, I think everybody giving the credit to Pioli, it's not 100% his job. Because Maldini, he was the defensive coordinator, even though he didn't actually tell them how to play it. But uh, Maldini, behind the scenes, he did a lot of work during the training, doing all, all the stuff. He, he got involved. So Pioli, it's not 100% his, his, uh, you know, his uh, footprint or the handprint on the team. So I see Maldini being very involved on uh, on decision making yeah. over there. So And uh, I was also going to say for Milan... Despite that, what you think about Maldini. No. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> Continue I, I was going to say, like, uh, we all know it was a must win for Milan. It was a must win for Napoli. And, I sh- and it really showed a lot of maturity, too, for Milan. Especially, like Marco was saying, without Zlatan. Someone like Cassius stepping up, scoring two stone cold penalties two two penalties in a game that you know a lot of people could miss you can name a few players i don't want to name them that might have maybe got in their head and could have missed it but they arguably obviously playing atalanta and then you have napoli playing verona both them must win so i feel like it shows some kind of psychological i don't know maybe maybe it was maldini being there maybe zlatan who has that experience of being in those situations that helped this team to get the two like even you, you said a draw for Atalanta, best case scenario. Who expected that? So it shows in the do or die, Milan still have that that fighting spirit, that DNA, and to make it after so many years in the Champions League. So I feel like there's a huge step. They proved me wrong this season from the beginning. I didn't think they were going to get this close. They almost lost it, but at the end of the day, they made Champions League. Oh, they proved me wrong. We're gonna go they, through. Through. <laughs> they proved me wrong. And Milan, oh I'm excited God. to see how they do, how they build a project, uh, who they can get with the uh, nice Champions League money, and how they can progress from this. This side hmm. of the table, anything? 
Um, you could take Atalanta if you want. No, no. Donnarumma number one for me. We'll talk about AC Milan first. I mean, you could see the difference when it comes down to the nitty-gritty and you could see the game that counted for Napoli and the game that counted for AC Milan. And um, you, it does make a difference what you have behind you, the history that you have behind you. And that, especially for the young players, that will help you um, once you go to the halftime and somebody like... Uh, uh, Maldini talks to you or Ibra talks to you or while you're going into the uh, locker rooms and, and all the words that they tell you, you know, those things, they count mm-hmm. and they, sure. they give you that, that courage, you know, they give you that strength to go inside and, ma- and make the difference. And I felt like Napoli, it was not really united uh, from the top to, to the players and to the management. They, they were not all together. And I could see with AC Milan that they were all together. Uh, from the, the players, to the coach, the to the management, to Maldini, they were together. And I think that made the difference uh, when it comes to that you have the pressure behind you and you have the last game and you must score, I think. That made the difference between Napoli not going into the Champions League and AC Milan yeah. going into the Champions League. It's a nice point yeah, also right. because I don't know if you saw the video of them in the in the bus afterwards after they qualified. They were singing the Pioli's on na, fire. Na, 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 no, I didn't see that. So anyway, <laughs> the, the point point being a lot of the fans, even Antonio over here, a Milan fan, didn't believe in Pioli. But you can't say that the the players behind him didn't have his back. And and I think that that's one of the important aspects. 100% Pioli had the locker room, and the players respected Pioli. And that was an important aspect. Anything for you, Pete? Um, And your cousins? Well, listen, going off of what Gaetano (laughs) said, as far as the the unity of this team, it comes back from last year. Milan miss out on the Champions League. There was supposed to be a revolution. Ragnic was going to come, Maldini and Pioli out. There was a complete 360. And uh, they maintained what they, they, they built on last year. They said, no, last year wasn't a failure. It was just a work in progress. And this year, they surprised everyone um, the first half of the season where they could have played anybody and they would have they would have gave you a, a run for your money. Mm-hmm. Um, then, obviously, they kind of tailored off. Ibrahimovic, you know, your leader, not being able to stay healthy for, for a year, which, you know, for a 39, 40-year-old, it, is, it was going to happen is going to happen but he does add that level of uh, intensity even if he's not playing when you see him on the bench and they show the video of him you see him just as upset and, and like playing the game in his mind on the bench and, and I think that he transmits that mm-hmm. uh, even when he's not playing whether it be on the practice field the halftime like Gaetano said and, and the players the younger players they respect him and they have to match his intensity. Um, and I think any winning team, you have to have a balance of the experience and the young players. You have to have that, uh, you know, be naive as a young player where you don't know what, what to expect and you just play because you're having fun. And then you have to have the experienced guy that knows when the pressure's on, how to handle the pressure and, you know, doing certain things in a game that leads you to win. Um, Milan getting the top four was very important, especially for financial reasons. 
Um, Champions League brings in a lot of money. Now you can start investing that money and building a solid project because you have the young players such as Ateo Hernandez, Sanchez Aquesier, Benacer, these guys that you can really start building upon. Tonali, it's a big question mark. Money was spent last year, but he should be, yeah, he should be okay, you know. For, for next year, I'm interested in seeing what happens because not just for Milan, but also for the national team. He was supposed to be uh, a top midfielder. To so, go back to what you just said, I mean, Pioli, uh, <coughs> he thanked more the people that didn't, they didn't play, that they sacrificed because they were always, you know, they were always uh, united within the locker room and they, uh, they actually did not create a problem just because they weren't used. One of them being Tonali and a few other people that uh, they really were not used to the to the best of their ability, and uh, because of the, not because the team, uh, the, the the coach did not believe on on uh, on, the, on the on those guys, but uh, the project was uh, was just to uh, to move on to try to make it into the Champions League and hopefully hopefully build up uh, a, a team that were the, those those players that they didn't play much, including Maldini's son, to have a role into the team for the future. So. We'll, we'll talk about the some of the players that are coming in. We got some news on that goalkeeper Magnan, uh, who's who's just arrived in Milano. We'll, we'll talk about it a little a little bit later. We'll see if anyone thinks that that means Donnarumma is leaving. This is even Cristiano Ronaldo transfer rumors. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Let, let's do Atalanta and Juventus quick. For Atalanta, what I'll say is I know that you know the team is disappointed. The fans are very disappointed, and and honestly, I wasn't happy with their performance. Uh, to be honest, I mean, they were attacking the entire time. I didn't like Gasperini not starting Muriel and only starting uh, Zapata. For me, I don't like the Malinowski playing as a striker with Pesina. No, no, no. One of them, bench, one of them should be should be behind the striker, and you play another another guy up top. I like the one. And then two in front, Zapata Muriel with either Malinowski or, or either Pesina. It didn't work out, and it proved to not have worked out. They never really had any great chances. They were possessing the ball a lot, but at the end of the day, you got to score your chances. Of course, they were automatically qualified for Champions League. They had the match against Juve midweek. Uh, the only other thing that I'll say that I saw that bothered me is uh, I, I know people went crazy on Darun. And he got he got a big fight he got a big fine and he's also got suspended for four Serie A games. Yeah, wow. I feel bad for, for him pushing the referee. Yeah. And I know Milan fans abused him, abused him on social media, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with it. The guy's a good guy. Um, he's an I mean, excellent guy. When you have when you, when your emotions are running high, that's what happens. That's what competitors so for do. For pushing a little bit, the referee got four weeks. For me, that's not four games. It was a little out. too much. That's that's crazy. That Maybe one game. Of course, you need to show respect. But I don't think he had any ill intentions. And the only other thing I'll say, I, I saw him apologizing and saying all stuff. For me, there's no apology necessary. I know the fans are upset, but guess what? It's actually a good thing that they're upset. It means that the level has raised to such a point that you're expected to constantly win. And that's a good thing for Atalanta. It's a good thing that even in those moments, you're still wanting more. So that's the only other thing I have to say about Atalanta. Nothing to be ashamed of. Back to back to back Champions League qualifications. You know what I'm gonna put up? I'm gonna put a bug on everybody's head right now. If Papo Gomez was part of this team, he would have won both both no, uh, uh, no. second place and and the uh, and no. the Coppa Italia too. I'll tell you. The, uh, one thing I should say though, they I'll need tell to step you. up this this transfer market is the one where Atalanta. No more of these just young guys. You need to make so a big signing. You I've asked, seen an you asked me before uh, why didn't I take Atalanta in the top four? Mm-hmm. I was the, the only one I think that they're not. That, that I take might. it in, in the top four. Right. Um, I, I was uh, 
I, I was disappointed on Atalanta when it came down to the final and when it came down to two finals they had. They had a final with Juventus and they had a final with Milan. And those are the two games that they really, they could have made. First of all, they could have made something in the history because they had won a cup in 50, 58, 60 years. So they really could have made them. And then they could have become uh, the first time in their history to be second place, which would have given, I think, another 10 million euros. So Probably then when, when he came to, to that, Five. Gasparini and the Atalanta team let me down. Uh, so they still have, uh, if they want to step and be that team that, uh, that they want to be part of that European team, they need to to grow a little bit more. They need better players. They need, guys, they need guys who play in those kind of finals. Currently at the team, like as much as I love the team and they're fighters, they don't have those those same quality players. They don't have the players who can make a difference at that moment. And as much, I'm so happy and for, for not Atalanta, but this is the summer, making Champions League three times in a row. You need to be, you need to get good guys. You need to get quality players and improve, not just the quantity of players, because they've done a really good job at developing young players, but there gets to a certain point where you need to make that next step, and I would love to see them make that next step. I, I said DePaul a couple weeks ago. He's, not, linked, he's linked right now with Atalanta. Even with De, a DePaul would be a great signing for them, what too. Pessina? Do you and think then we're going to reclaim it? Anto. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And then, and then he need a couple of defenders. What about Pessina? Do you think we're going to reclaim it? Sure, you can have it. The thing what is, you can have it. Yes or not? <laughs> yeah. We're going to reclaim. Is mm -hmm. that, what's the deal with this guy here? Is that 50% is our player? Yes or not? What's the deal? I don't know I, if there's an option to re... I believe you. I can double check on that. But I was going to say for Atalanta, Marco, I get what you're saying. Uh, they got to stop with these like Q-free little transfers that they're doing and really cement themselves. Because as of now, you know, three years ago, first time they made Champions League, and then three times in a row they consecutive, uh, consecutively made it. Now they have money. Now they have cash. If they need leaders on the team. They need players that played in Champions League before. I think they can learn some pretty good players. It's not like it was the first time they made Champions League and, oh, no one's going to come. I think they have some kind of good foundation to really cement themselves in the top four so it's not really a scare anymore. But um, I think, to be honest with you, I think if they keep their all the starters, two or three players, if they bring in, I think they can really push for the Scudetto, honestly. Who? Atalanta. Two or three starters. <laughs> Better starters, I think they could really push for the squad. Nobody picked up what, what I said, Marco, what on, were you on thinking, uh, Papo Gomez. What, what happened with yeah, Papo uh, Gomez? What you guys said, think about that. Well, I was going to mention that I somewhat agree where when a, in a final, sometimes your tactics, everything, it, it's such a, a stalemate of a game that you need those creative players to, that can come on and make something happen out of nothing. And, uh, you know, that's what's lacking with this Atalanta. The only guy that I could really think of that can do something like that is Muriel. And he doesn't even start all the games. Um, last year, they sold Castan and, and Diallo, two guys that were bench players, if you want to say, on Atalanta for like around, what, 60, 70 million? Uh, yeah, around there. So they made all that money, plus, you know, the champ getting into Champions last year and then this year, they have to spend. They have to make some additions and I agree with you you need the right experience um, within a Champions League within a maybe a, sh a different league that can come in and, and give a little bit to this Atalanta um, you know Atalanta I think with Romero was a great pickup 
because he actually added right. some speed in that defense, especially in the way that Gasperini plays. But Gasperini, for me, and, and this is something that, that's interesting, and maybe I open up to the table, you know, top players like to go to a team where they want to play for a certain coach, right? And that's the effect of a Mourinho. That's the effect of a Conte. Players want to play for those. I feel that Gasperini, a lot of top players, when they hear a Gasperini name, might get turned off or not necessarily want to play for Atalanta because of Gasperini. Because mm. uh, of the style because, or because of the name? I think not just the name. I think it's more so his management of players mm. because already he's had a lot of problems with certain players. You think they speak? I don't know. That, that's just my idea. You think I the think controversy with Papo Gomez uh, uh, is scaring a lot of people out? You're not saying? just saying. It, I that's think the only th one. No, there's been there's been others. Such as, for example? Uh, off the top of my head. Uh... Bonaventura was there uh, uh, before Gasperini went in. But he never had, like, top players. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, he never really managed top players. You're definitely right. The, the rumor is that Gasperini is hard to, is hard to deal with. That, that's what they say. That's what they say. So it could be an idea. I would, well, I, would, I would say that it's more so Atalanta not really being able to have spent in the past more so than Gasperini. I think that if you gave the guy the option, I think he would sign some of the players. I just think that, and, and all respect, I know Atalanta, it's not that they go spend big, but this is a year. Because in my opinion, if they don't, they're risking that they're not going to get to that next level that they want to. They're doing really good now because Gasperini is doing great. They've got a good batch of young players. Maybe they got a director that's finally go, good, good talent. But the big clubs, they've never just built off of just two to three years and left. You know, you can't just leave it on there. Otherwise, it's going to fall away. So I think it's time for them to sign some big players. And then big players will attract big players. Once you start making some of those signings, that'll, you know, it'll go underneath the water and you'll be able to move on. Let's talk mm. about Juve. Let's go. What do you think? Go ahead. You go last. All right. Juve. I mean, this was a <laughs> disaster of a season as far as what could have been you know the last game whatever you were able to make champions league everything is kind of like water or what do they say dirt water under the rug or water, water under the bridge, under the bridge. Yeah. um you know they made the champions league you didn't win the scudetto okay but you still won the coppa italia you won your super coppa you're happy right but in the end juventus as a team should be aspiring to compete for the scudetto not be so far away from Inter um, and have gone a lot deeper in Champions League, especially considering you versed a, a Porto who's inferior to Juventus. Not for everyone, um, right? Dude? That's right. Dude. <laughs> um, Going 11 years without a title is not for everyone. Oh! Said it is not for everyone. Either. I got, I got, we're all being nice and professional. I didn't even throw. <laughs> if you want to start, I got to start. That was funny. That one was being nice, and then I had to say something. That yeah, I ruined the everything. The instigator over here. You got <laughs> so, underneath all of us. Let's yeah. spice it up a little bit. But, uh, nice Pirlo, for me, he's not right for Juventus for this year. That that I think it would have been a lot better if they had Sari. To be quite honest, I'm serious. I think Sari was would have been here. Juventus wouldn't have been struggling to get a Champions League spot. I think Pirlo came into this position. Uh, not necessarily ready for it. I don't think he should get sacked. I think you you chose him this year. Now you're going to deal with it and you're going to build on it for next year. Get the players that he wants. Mm -hmm. Make some important decisions. We know about this Ronaldo rumor. Is he, is he going? Is he staying? 
and you know the management has to make a decision who's going to be your star player is it dibala then make dibala your star player and start building around him you have a lot of yeah. quality especially in the defense i think delict is a guy that you should keep for 10 years and he's going to be a, a stud At least. you know demiral you know when he's not injured he's he's unbelievable we, there's certain positions that need to you know be built on but that's the same for every other team um but what does need to be changed uh for me is the sporting director having the overall project and understanding th that and within these last four or five years you guys have not been able to build you guys been able to stay the same and then little by little decline and that's a massive problem for a team that has ronaldo you have the best one of the best players in the world and you're not able to go far within champions league yeah. that's a big disappointment and uh like i said you luckily got into champions league you know next year's you guys have an advantage that you're in champions league and you have some money to spend because if without champions league i don't think players would have come came to, to juventus and i think a lot of players might have might be leaving mm -hmm. yeah what you gotta say uh making champions league i think that uh next year they're gonna have to start they're gonna have to go back and 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 they have some interesting good quality young players uh start from there get rid of all the midfield because the midfield is not able to to take you to the next level um you have um ronaldo which i have no idea um but if you don't play that last game and you and the coach says it was for technical reason hello you scored 30 goals there's no technical and then you're not tired believe me you're not tired so those that's all things that make me believe that ronaldo is gone i would have kept him for one more year the guy scores he gives you an average of 30 goals so i would have kept him there and uh, I would have put some young players around them, get rid of old midfield, and uh, go take your best shot at the uh, at the Champions uh, League. Now that you made it, uh, luckily the last game you were able to to um, to get through because Napoli was not able to. So you got a second life, a lifeline. So take advantage of that and, and do something for next year. As far as uh, Pirlo, Dybala, those are the question marks. I don't understand why Dybala didn't play uh, and he was sitting in the bench for the last two, three games. And now the last game you put him in, he played good. He had an assist. I mean, the guy was was moving. So there are a lot of question marks around this Juventus and, uh, and, and it all starts with the top management. So let's get, first of all, the top management this paratici if he's going to stay if he's going to leave and uh let's let's get a couple of good midfielders uh built it around chiesa is very interesting koloseski is very interesting delict is one of the top players i mean you got some foundation there to build them around them uh there's going to be a question mark on morata is morata staying so if morata leaves and uh, Ronaldo leaves. That's 50 uh, goals. Uh, that's a big, big... All to, Over to, 50 goals. Yeah. So the, the, there's a lot of question marks, and they need to go work as of tomorrow morning. They need to start working to see whether this team... Uh, uh, and for Juventus, your objective is, is the Champions League. That's what they look for. Mm -hmm. I mean... But that's, a, yeah. that's the objective of every team at the start of every season. 
but not not like Juventus. Juventus because they haven't won it uh, in in many years. You know that and Agnelli. That's what he wants. Of course, I mean we all want it. Of, of that's that's obviously the goal. Uh, what what I'd say about yeah, go. What, what I'd say about Juve season um, is that obviously it was almost a disaster, like Peter said. Um, the worst season in over a decade, but. Having said that, with, with all the respect, respect, with all the respect, in one of your worst seasons in a decade, one of maybe the worst in recent memory for many Juventus fans, they get two trophies, Supercoppa, Coppa Italia, you made Champions League. If that's the worst season that, if that, if I have to take that one season every 11 years, I would take it. Now, does that solve the problem? Absolutely not. Um, in the end, yes, they, it wasn't in their hands to to get the Champions League, but they were able to do it. Uh, I agree with you guys, though. They have a nice young core to the team. Do they need additions? Absolutely, yes. But guys like Delict, Chiesa, Kulusevski, Dybala, they are talents that you absolutely need to build on. Let them go out there and let them play. I mean, the goal of Rabiot was pure beauty. The one-touch football, the nature of great players just being in that environment and having the freedom to do that, that's what Juventus fans want to see. That's what we're expecting. And it's a little bit disappointing that, obviously, I was critical of Pirlo when they got him, but now that you got him, he he struggled big time. Towards the middle, he struggled big time with this team, but towards the end, it started to feel like he got a grasp on the team. The team started looking a lot better. Players, Rabiot is doing his best performances that he's had in a Juventus jersey right now. And for me, I agree with you, Peter. You got you got Pirlo, you stick with Pirlo now. You made that decision, you stick with it, you give the guy some time, and you let him do this. Wow. Are you going to go out there and get Zidane? No, I don't think you're going to get Zidane. Wow. <laughs> why Why go in and backwards where, with Allegri? And, and there's no other real coach out there that would excite me. So I would say stick with, with Andrea, let him do what he has to do. You see what happens next season. In my opinion, the bigger thing is go out there and get some guys. Get a DePaul. A DePaul would, so, would fix Why should you midfield. get DePaul and not us? The DePaul would fix his <laughs> midfield <laughs> in such an incredible way. He would provide such quality. I think, honestly, with two, three players, this Juventus is fighting again. Is fighting and is not qualifying for a Champions League on the last Wrong. match day. I would just say, but now that you brought it up, if Zidane is available. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. No I go with Zidane. The fact that he won Champions League. You're not League going and yet. And Mike is going. Oh, Mike is won going. Won the Scudetto. Yeah. You're the last one. But, yeah, 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 that's the last thing. If he's there. That's all I understand. If he's there, that's a big, that's a big decision that has to be made. What is he going to do with Zidane? Give me a break. It was very nice. And as far as Ronaldo, yes, it's a big concern. I know the people out there, Juventus fans are freaking out over his Instagram post where he said stuff as, you know, the journey has been incredible. You know, people are saying he's not hinting at a, at, a, at a loss. I mean, if you lose Ronaldo, by the way, Capo Cananiere in Serie A, I believe you said he was not going to score well, Nobody goals. cares anyway. 20, 29 goals uh, this Serie A season, <laughs> and, and people will still say that he's not been at his best, uh, breaking records left and right. You're losing 29 goals now for Juventus. I know there's there's this weird little fan base of fans that think that Ronaldo's a problem at Juventus no. uh, and use their justification yes. of... Uh, of this Bologna match to say why he's been a problem, but that's crazy. I'm just saying, if you do get rid of Ronaldo, who's going to come in and provide you with 29 goals? Just a food for thought. I just want to say to the Juventini, this was a warning this season. What happened, 
it almost slipped away from them. So don't let the two trophies fool you, I think. You won two trophies, yeah. But don't let all the problems get swept on the, on the rug. If Ronaldo leaves, get an adequate replacement. Get a new midfielder. If you can't get Zidane, stick with Pirlo, but get players. I don't think the target is for the Champions League anymore. I think the target is fighting Inter for the Scudetto. I think this has to be a whole rebuild process. Uh, have to, a lot of these players got to go. They got to bring in a new thing. And they got to start from the beginning. Easy as that. For the people that don't think so, I think they are in denial for mm -hmm. this whole thing. I would I would say, I, I know, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. you it's a good perspective. It's a wake-up call. Yeah. And I think you are fortunate that they're wake-up call. Just to just to change exactly. the narrative a little bit. Yeah. They're fortunate that the wake-up call, I guess, What's leads this? with two trophies and still getting in Champions League. Even if it was, you know, what some people would say lucky at the end. Okay. But... Like I said, you look at you look at some of the positions that Juventus drop points to. Benevento, Fiorentina, Crotone. Those are points that you should never be able to drop. And it's Pirlo's first time ever coaching. I mean, he will learn from those experiences. And I think that more so towards the end of the season, Pirlo has started to show that he's learning from from what the team needs. So that's a positive sign going yeah, forward. That's for sure. it. Now it's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Finally. All right. Podcast is over, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> all right. Listen. First of all. First of all, you were one of the big, biggest not believer in Pirlo. So many times you said, oh, I want a Pirlo out. He cannot coach. He's not a coach. He won two trophies on his first year. He was picked up two weeks before the campionato starts. He was given a garbage team to play. I'm going to make you the list for you. Buffon should have been out 10 years ago. Bonucci should have been out another 15 years ago. Chiellini is another one should have been out 15 years ago. You had a lot of players over there. I like some of the players that they have. Alexandro, it was already done. Betancourt, I like him. I think he's a great player and I think you guys are going to make a big mistake. If you don't need it, we'll take it on AC Milan. So, Again, you guys have the senators over there that they, they are the, the footprints and they are, they are the, the, the soul of Juventus still making the wrong decision for you guys inside of the locker room. Okay, and those were, again, I'm, I'm going to name it to you again, Buffon, Bonucci, and Chiellini. Those three guys as leaders, they fell Juventus. And Juventus fell in, in confirming their leadership into the locker room and inside of the field because they didn't do crap. Those three guys did not do what they were asked <laughs> to do. Okay, before how many games did he play? Two, three games? All right. 14 games and they didn't lose a single game with him. Okay, so why they didn't play him all the games? <laughs> why they didn't play him all the games? Now, we, why, why are, you, are you looking for Donnarumma right now? Okay, this is another thing that I wanted to tell you. Agnelli failed the team, Paratici failed the team. So I don't put any blame on Pirlo, not even one-tenth of one percent, I blame it on Pirlo. Because it was a sign, <laughs> it was a sign, a bunch of old-timers, a bunch of losers, and he said, this is what we can give it to you. Do the best you can. And that's what he did. That's what he did. It's a miracle that you guys are into the Champions League. What would you rate his season? The, for Juventus? Mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a big plus for Juventus. Out of 10, out of 10. Out of 10, it's, a, it's an 8. Because with the players that they have, with the players that they have. You said the players, they suck. If I speak, you just said the players. And all but with the shit that Pirlo was given to them, Okay, Pirlo did. Sari won last year. With the last. Uh, again, again, year by year, those old timers. That, uh, listen, when you cutting a leg enough, and then you cut an, another quarter of a leg, you have no legs to stand on. <laughs> Juventus had no legs what an to analogy. stand on. You have players that they were done already two years ago. The fact that Sari made it to win the campionato, it's a miracle. I agree with that. That's that Sari did it.
I agree with that. A miracle? Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Having Juve, said Juve that, brain should have ended two. But years I think ago. the other teams underperformed. That's why. Having said I that, say it was, was one point away. It's all Agnelli's fault and Paradis's fault. Not okay? overall, bro. Agnelli's fault and Paradis's fault. The only best thing that they did was believing in Pirlo, and Pirlo did a great job for Listen, me. Listen, okay? the only what we said about Pirlo at the beginning of the season is that he had no experience to take this uh, this big. And you, you that you watch uh, the Formula One. You don't give a Ferrari to a first-time driver, okay? So th- this is what uh, I actually we did. Leclerc was a first-time driver. How's so, that worked out? Not bad. I mean, the car sucks. The car sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Ferrari. It's not Ferrari. It's not Leclerc's fault. Ferrari. Leclerc is one of so the best pilots. Over we here. did say that pilot did not have an experience, and what happened this year? We paid for it. Why? Because the game against Porto, he had no experience. He missed some things, some details there that another coach would never made those mistakes. Because again. Against Porto, they should have gone through, okay? But because he had no experience, he lost that game. Just That's push, all I have to say. So to what happened back, with Conte? Then Conte didn't have the experience too? Just just to just because I know the comments would say that, they would say, what about Sadi with Leon? Yeah. Yeah, well, Sadi, to me, is not a Juventus coach. So it's not just about the experience. Yeah. No, you, but Sadi, to me, he was, I, I was never a big... Um, a big fan of uh, of Sari. No, I just because you said he he lacked the experience. You were not trying to say that they should have kept Sadi yeah, to do better. <laughs> oh, man, it's Halloween all over again. Right, right, right. It's Halloween all over again. So, so anything what else? What you're reading that content? What you put content? Taking notes. Uh, yeah, uh, content was out of the Champions League. The beginning of the beginning of the you could take notes and Ronaldo, Ronaldo might be leaving. Real quick thoughts. If you're Juventus, do you keep or sell Ronaldo? Of course you keep him. Are you crazy? The guy scores over 30 goals every season. Huh? You, you you keep him. Sure Peter you keep Corto. him. No, if you have the chance to keep him, you keep him. And with the Dan, I bet you Ronaldo stays. I would, sell I would sell him because he's too much of a polarizing figure for Juventus. And Juventus is forced to play Ronaldo all the time as the, as the light in the middle. You of want him at AC Milan? No, what are we going to do with him? I, no. mean, I don't even think it's Juventus. <laughs> I, I will get rid of him. I don't even think I'm it's Juventus' decision. I'm just saying. But come on, if you don't want to keep Ronaldo, you don't have a brain. Then you're not rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Why rebuilding. Get him? You're not rebuilding. <laughs> you're not rebuilding. Do you, Ronaldo, you guys are talking about rebuilding. Ronaldo's the last problem at Juventus. He's Mike. the last problem. Uh, yeah. Any? Uh, I guess we'll talk about transfers a little bit and to think about anything else that you want to say about any other teams. I know that this was the only thing to play for was really. Yeah. The, what I would like to say, the thing that that it points out this after the season is over, which I don't think has ever happened before. Is all these coaches, man, that's yeah, all they talk about coaches. Roma, Fonseca is out. Veron, Juric, I think, is out. Napoli, Gattuso is out. Sassuolo, I think, the Serb is out. Fiorentina, Yakin is out. Benevento, Inzaghi is out. Lazio, Inzaghi is out. Sampdoria, <laughs> Ranieri is leaving. I, I don't know if I miss somebody, but oh. I had never seen this in Serie A before. You're What's right. going on? What happened this year? Juric stepped down after. You're right. Uh, and Ranieri is Ranieri Ranieri gone. gone. He wants a couple of years contract. At, uh, Udinese also is looking for a coach. Oh, Udinese. Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I don't know what happened. But and Conte is looking for more money because otherwise <laughs> he's going to leave. Right? And, and Pirlo, my, you never know. Conte, Conte, you never know either with that guy. Conte, you never know. Nobody's going to start with any coaches. There's going to be one coach left. In the, this area? Yeah, Pioli. Pioli's gonna be like, I'm so good, right? He's like, I don't want to leave. Don't worry, guys. Keep me here. What a season it's been. 
What yeah. a season it's been. I, I was just, lastly, I would say on Inter, even with the Scudetto 1, I mean, the way that they played the remaining games, they were still a powerhouse and a force to be reckoned with. Obviously, the Juventus game was a little bit different, but Conte, I think, with this team, towards the end of the season, we really saw the real Inter, and I... And I think make the prediction. I know what you want to say. I no, want no. you to go on record and say it now. No, no. He still wants another three, four players on top of what he has. <laughs> he does, and he deserves it. <laughs> but wow. for Champions League wow. next year, I think he need to get out of the group stage, and they're going to be so. a team. They're going to be a team that a semifinals. Hmm. We'll see. Final. We'll I like see. how you're Dep- making it. Depends on the draw. It depends. <laughs> Champions League. It's a lot of it's a luck. <laughs> depends on the draw. It does depend. Though. If I you have a good draw, not for Juventus, I guess. Leon, Porto. But if you have a good draw, you're able yeah, sorry, to Sorry, I should have gotten Shakhtar Donetsk. Oh! <laughs> wow. Shakhtar, right? Yeah. Oh. Who's it? Shakhtar, Shakhtar. Borussia? Listen, whatever draw you get, you should be able to get out yeah. of the, the yeah, first yeah, round, okay? Serious. Because the you, two, teams, two teams qualify. It's not to say, okay, I got Man City, or I got PSG, or I got Real Madrid, Barcelona. There's two yeah, teams that, that go through, so you should be the, at least the second team. Yeah. Magnan uh, arrived in Milano. Like I said, he's the, the goalkeeper from uh, from the French club, Lille, right? Is it Lille yeah, or Lyon? Lille. I'll I think, I think the check. winner, the winner of the, the... Yeah, the winner of the French League. Uh, he arrived yeah, in Milano so just now. Uh, who's He's apparently a very promising young goalkeeper that, that all of Europe really wants, which leads us to the question of Gigio Donnarumma. What is going to happen with Donnarumma? We know that the contract... Problem. The negotiations with Mino Raiola are not on good terms. Donnarumma is keeping his 12 million euro demands. Milan is not going up to his demands. They said they'll save it for after the Champions League. If they qualify, they did qualify. Now Milan are signing this young goalkeeper who, for me, and I know you sometimes you see two good goalkeepers, I don't see that happening at AC Milan. Peter shaking your head. What not, are you saying? Not what are you spending thinking? money for him. They spend money for How this much? guy. 15? It was uh, it's, not, a I, it's not official yet, but for a goal for your second goalkeeper, it's Antonio, not a lot of money. Fifteen million is not a lot it's of money. Not for a lot of money. Okay, <laughs> we spent <laughs> twenty five million for Don, for for Romagnoli Ooh. five years ago. And he was going to be your starter. He's a waste. Not, he's not, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is if if Inter was spend fifteen million on a goalkeeper, he would you for would say second goalkeeper. You never hear the end of it. Anyway, the question is: Is Donnarumma staying or going? That's the question. I I just hope that he stays. But if, if he doesn't stay, the kid the kid is a, is an AC Milan fan too. I mean, it's not just a goalkeeper of the Italian national team of AC Milan. Listen, I think he's gonna stay. Forget about the fans. You know what it counts? The money counts. Uh, okay, not for every because player. not for it, every player. No, yeah, I don't think for him it's for mo- for ninety nine point nine. You know why? So, okay, Agnelli yeah. is gonna give him the money. So take him, take him. But you know, <laughs> like you do all the time. You take every. <laughs> all the time you take our best player all the time go ahead take it I, take it so you can win but who says it? you who can it? win with him you we got yes it is we got Buffon what do I need you Buffon what are you going to do with Buffon <laughs> Buffon is toilet paper compared to Donnarumma anyway <laughs> I, well, the point is that uh, the, pl- the, the players they go where the money is and the coaches go where the money is mm-hmm. so if Gattuso is going to to Fiorentina and uh, somebody else offers him double the money he's not going to stay there he's going to go where the money is and that's the truth <laughs> okay because 2 million and 4 million it's a big big difference if somebody offers you double the money anyway as far as Donnarumma is concerned to me 
Uh, Maldini said that they're going to go up to 8 million and that's why the guy wants 12 million he's probably going to get 12 millions so from to, from 8 to 12 if you're talking about uh, minus the taxes or uh, clean that's, 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 that's net that's net that's net that's 8 million dollars that's 8 million dollars extra are you crazy even more yeah, he's gone. He's that's gone. for one year. Yeah, that's it's easy. Be at least so a let quarter. him go to Real Madrid, PSG, no, or no, uh, whatever. He's gonna, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna go, to, to, go uh, to Juventus. If, if only, if only, you know, Inter. if only he didn't have to make like a big move to you know a different city or a different country, and there was another team in the city that needed another goalkeeper. <laughs> no, Juventus, of course. Those are the, those are you. You scumbags. <laughs> Those are real. No, this is the those are the teams. Those are the teams like Inter and Juventus. He doesn't have to move apartments. He can stay in the same apartment. That's exactly what I'm saying. The way of you guys competing. Peter, what do you think about I'm not done yet. But you didn't answer my question. But that's the question. I'm answering to you right now. You didn't answer the question. The way you guys are in competition is to take the competition away because if Donnarumma. It's so your your goalkeeper also your your goalkeeper. Then you don't have to worry about Donnarumma saving for AC but Milan. We don't need a goalkeeper. Competition so for us? you is to take the players that you guys want away from your competition. That's how you win. Okay, that's the bottom line. So let, me, let, me ask let you him one question. stay over there. Don't offer him the twelve million dollar. Okay, don't offer Donnarumma twelve million dollar. Say that you cannot pay it. That's don't don't come out of here and say, uh, oh, we'll one? give you the twenty million dollars so Donnarumma can jump over. Oh, I'll give you thirteen million dollars oh, yeah. just 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 to see your what reaction. a disgrace! By the way, you know the way you guys think about soccer is very disgraceful, <laughs> and, I, yeah. and this is what's ruining soccer. You went into the Super League, now all of, all of a sudden you back, you back off. This is soccer killing move. Let me ask you. Leave Donnarumma and AC Milan. In AC Milan goalkeeper is the goalkeeper of the national pay team. Pay him then. And she should stay. Pay him. Pay, pay him. him. It's worth it. Eight million dollars is a lot of money. Eight million dollars is a lot of money. You're obsessed with baseball, right? What team do you like in baseball? What team? I'm a Yankee fan. Don't the New York Yankees take every great player and just buy no, them? No, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they no, they don't. I remember. What about Alex Rodriguez? That was under Steinbrenner, the father. Okay, right but now, you supported right them now. before, no? Right Listen, now is the son. So they used to do the same thing. They would. I. I just. I don't know anything about baseball, but I remember anytime there was a great player like Alex Rodriguez on the Rangers, it was a huge deal because they just bought him. You should be ashamed. How can, how can yeah. listen to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, sure. We develop them. We develop Donnarumma. Develop your own. Pick it up from the youth. You too. Pick them up from the young guys. Don't you ever start talent scouting? Pick it up. Pick it up. You seem very. You got a bunch of other people that you coming up from there. We have a goalkeeper. We don't need a goalkeeper. is the only. If you take Donnarumma, if you take Donnarumma, I think Donnarumma, he better leave Italy. If you take Donnarumma in Juventus, he better leave Italy. Hey, Gigio, you listening to me, right? If you are looking at this podcast and you want up signing for Juventus, I'll come after you directly. Anton, okay. are you crazy? But you, crazy. Yeah, he's, you, gonna, he's gonna take he's his not going to Juventus. Nice he's not going down. to Juventus. I'm telling you. Yeah, right now. You you just said before that Donnarumma. It's not all about the money. So the guy is an AC Milan fan. So he's gonna stay. Oh, that's what I'm hoping. That's all. Why are you by so upset? I'm upset because you guys are gonna snitch him away from us. By the way, then it's about the money. To the camera that you're joking. This is you're not for real. I am not for real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter, by real. the way, would you take him out of Inter? Of course. <laughs> oh, <there's laughs> would, do, do you think he's worth the 12 million? I'll pay him 12 million. Oh, <laughs> Anto! You pay, you're not going to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Why are you looking at you me? You should be ashamed of yourself. All of you. All of you. <laughs> what, what am I doing? 
Mike is Napoli. Listen, it's better to stay in Italy than to go to Man City or to go to Man United or to PSG or Real Madrid. No, no, no. At this point, I'd rather him to leave. Go to Real Madrid. Go to a team. Go into a team. Pep Guardiola said that Baggio would score 50 goals a season in today's football. Agree or disagree? Of course, you. Of course, I agree. The guy is is our Messi of of yesterday. I guess I would have to agree. I don't. I don't want to argue with Pep. Anto, he's got it. He's 50 goals. 50 a season. That's what he said. Not 50, no, I yeah, yeah. 50 a year. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely 25 to 30, yes, he will definitely score. Well, he'll be playing in uh, Serie A. He'll be playing in Champions League, Coppa Italia. And if he plays in England, he has a Carabao Cup, the, all those FA Cups. So I think 50 easily, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, sure. Just need it, if, if you give him some good knees, then 100%. He's going to uh, yeah. get those 50 goals. There. And But also, one thing to take into consideration, the football that he played in, that he was playing, I mean, you, you needed to get your leg broken to have gotten a penalty kick. Today, you get a little touch, a little touch, and they give you a penalty kick. So right. I think Bajo would have been... Just fine yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Maybe it would have been more healthy, also. Too. Yeah, but at, at that time, also, if he, he, you know, he remembers uh, that a lot of the teams, you know, they all went back and, you know, that said they made two walls and, uh, you know, they played for the zero zero. You know how many zero zero games I saw mm -hmm. when I was growing up? Huh. Forget it, right? <laughs> yeah, they would, they would just, you know, if you play, you, play if you play Juventus, if you play one of the top teams, it's not like now Crotone or Benevento, they attack or Atalanta, they go for, before they used to all go back and that's, that's it. it. How many how many goals do you think he would score by the goalkeepers playing the ball out of the back? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, you God. Nightmares, <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, guys? Great season. Guys, the last Exciting thing I wanted season. to say, please do not rebuild on weak team economic that they have an economic problem. Do not rebuild on that. Mm -hmm. You guys don't need to rebuild because you have four teams sitting on the bench and you guys have plenty of money to be shopping elsewhere. And so uh, AC Milan is not the place where You're you should be shopping. You're in second place, you got extra money. No, no don't worry about it. Donnarumma is not going to Juventus. Don't, don't shop worry about AC Milan, please. Just go shop somewhere else. There's no, plenty no, of merchandising somewhere else. Plenty okay. of merchandising. It's the fashion capital. You have Maldini on your side. Maldini, he knows what he's doing. So we'll see. Anything else, guys, about this season? Takeaways, I think anything. One last thing. Does, any surprises for, in terms of players that you guys are like, wow, that guy. Vlahovic. Oh, yeah, I guess, right? Vlahovic would be I the give one, right? Anyone else that just come to mind? Muriel. I didn't expect Muriel to get yeah, this many not, goals maybe not off the bench. Goals. I'm just trying to think. Anyone that like, wow, Chiesa. that guy had a crazy Chiesa season. had a crazy yeah, season. Yeah, you can say Chiesa. Oh, he scored 13 goals, 12, 10 goals. He scored over 10 so goals. Chiesa scored yeah. a lot of goals. Anyone else? Mm, I think Kessier, uh, Kessier uh, and uh, and uh, Benasser, the two center on the Milan, the, the back, the two. Kier, what about Kier? Oh, yeah. That was yeah, a Tomori. Right. Tomori, 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 yes. Tomori, Kier. Kier was like three and a half million euros you paid for him, and he's been amazing. So I leave you with uh, Forza Italia. My Euros. Uh, the, the Euros are gonna start soon. Which and, day? Uh, Which day is that? June eleventh. June yeah, 11. Yes. Oh my yes. God. They're the opening, opening, opening game of the Euros. Hoping to see oh. Italia in the final. Be nice. We, I mean, we all Or semi-final. So guys, thank you again. Thanks for watching. Thanks for everyone in the comments. Commenting, we'll be live for the Europa League final on Wednesday. And of course, the Champions League final on Saturday. Guys, thanks again. Oh, shimmy, yeah. shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Oh yeah, Marco, yeah. see me from Crotone. He had 20... Yeah. 20 goals, that guy was incredible. Crotona might be going to B, but he's not going to B. What time he's is going it? to another team. And 